Yo, what's going on, Internet? The Black Kage, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to Hokage Thoughts, the show where it ain't no hoes, but we do think out loud here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you listen to this show. I, I don't know. Uh, today, in which I'm recording this episode, is uh, August 28th, 2019. And listen, y'all, look, uh, we need to talk. I know, I know. I know. Shut the fuck up, bro. Shut the fuck up. I know the last episode was like back in May, and we're now at the end of the summer. It's been like two months since like the last episode or whatever. So you guys are probably wondering, like, yo, where you been at, bro? People been they've been y'all been hitting me up on Twitter in my Twitch chat just thirsty. When the next hot target thoughts? When I, I'm not gonna lie, like when y'all niggas be asking for episodes, that should be making a nigga feel good and shit. So I appreciate everybody. I'm over hitting my mic and shit. I appreciate everybody, you know, rocking with me. You know what I'm saying? Being thirsty for episodes. That means I'm doing something right. But you, y'all know how I rock. I swear to God, every time I take one of these breaks, I let y'all know. <sighs> I don't ever want to force an episode. Sometimes I just don't be feeling like I got anything to talk about. I mean, I be having stuff to talk about, but like, I don't know if I want to put it on wax, if that makes sense. Like, there's there's a lot of things I feel like I don't need to share my opinion on because there are people like unpopular opinions are like a cool thing on Twitter now and social media. I feel like I'd be having legit some unpopular opinions and I just don't want to share them because not because I'm scared to debate or like argue with anybody. I mean, it's more so I just don't care. Like, it's just how I feel. And I really don't give a fuck how you niggas feel. Um, but yeah, other than that, what's what's what's. <laughs> what's uh what's new with me what's new with me um as you can see we've uh switched over i'm trying something new we got a video format if you're not if you're just listening to the audio uh there will be a video version on my youtube channel at uh youtube.com slash the black okage so go sub it up um also uh what else is new with me um since the last episode i turned 29 uh yeah i know happy birthday to me happy birthday to me um yeah i'm like you're probably wondering like how does that make you feel like you're 29 like you're closer to like it's my last year in my 30s uh, 30s my last year in my 20s i cannot even freaking talk today jesus christ this podcast is awful so make sure to rate it five stars on apple podcast if you want to see it grow i'm not joking rate it five stars on apple uh (laughs) so i turned 29 since the last podcast my birthday was on august 8th uh shout out to the leos out there leo season bitch i will take your bitch nigga uh and what what's changed since i turned 29 not much i still feel the same still getting right still trying to get my health right i switched up my workout um we're now now we're going it's the 28th we're going into september so for september i'm focusing more on doing cardio i'm doing two days of cardio of like intense cardio then a day of lifting and then two more days of cardio and then a day of lifting and even on the days that i lift i lift for like 45 minutes to an hour and then i do 30 minutes of cardio afterwards the main thing is i need to get my because i'm an endomorph i got to keep getting my body i put muscle on very easily but i also put fat on very easily so i got to keep moving uh because that's my focus to try to break this plateau or whatever and keep trying to slim down so i'm still focused on my health that's that's my main thing right now um i i'll tell you i boy 29 you're you're probably wondering like how does that feel like i'm almost 30 i i honestly i don't care um my birthday is just another day to me i never at least in my family they never really celebrated my birthday um never really i've never actually had a birthday party uh and don't feel like woe is me you can't miss something you never had so nigga shut the fuck up i don't care about your childhood uh (laughs) but like for me it's just another day so like i don't really care like when people say happy birthday to me it's like i appreciate it but at the same time if nobody said it i wouldn't really care because i'm just another another year closer to death so whatever um freaking i I, this is how i know like i don't care that i'm getting i'm I'm about to be 30 because like i embrace age and i embrace wisdom but uh i I will say like one thing that like i and this is how i knew i was getting old like this 
it kind of hit me and this, it hit me like late last year uh like near my birthday like my mom like texts me out of the blue asking me for a grandkid she's like so what's up with like them grandbabies just out of the blue not a hey how you doing son it's like so where are my grandbabies at i'm like damn bro Shh. Nigga, it's 28. It is about time to start busting them big nuts. You know, I mean, a nigga been busting big nuts, but you know, busting the real big nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, safe sex is the best sex. Uh, I don't want to encourage any evil activity. Anybody that you get pregnant, I am not responsible for that. I'm just saying. Um, freaking but yeah like she asked me out of the blue i'm telling you like that shit is that shit is fucking weird when like your parents just text you out of the blue so like what's up with the grandbabies like you sure it would be nice to have some you know some grandbabies around the house or whatever and like on god bro i like i stared at my phone for like a good five minutes before i replied i was like this shit crazy bro this shit crazy but like i said i mean Shout out to JG. For those of you unaware on the podcast, uh, my co-host JG, check him out, twitch.tv slash UTXJG the Don. Um, he he uh him and his girl, they pregnant, so uh he having a baby, he named her Jubilee. So shout out to him. He about to be a father. So, you know, like half a GI got kids, JG about to have kids, he out here busting big nuts. He named his daughter Jubilee. Shout out to him. And I'm not I'm not like, you know, I'm not going against bro code or nothing. Like he announced it on Twitter if you don't follow him. I was like, wow, this nigga's a nerd. But anyways, yes, Jubilee from X-Men. I'm just playing. I actually think it's a cool name. Um, anyways, <laughs> just fucking with y'all. So yeah, I was like staring at my phone and shit. I'm not gonna lie, it feels good. It feels good to be bad, man. A nigga just like venting and shit, like like low key, like because like I don't really be trying to go to like therapy and shit. Like I like I've been told I should probably go to therapy based off some personal things that I've told people. Um but like i don't really be trying to go to therapy like if you feel like you need to go i don't want anybody feeling like i'm trying to dispel them from going like go like if you feel like that's for you i just feel like personally it's not for me um because like it's like you paying a nigga to tell you paying a nigga to, so a nigga can hear about your feelings and shit ain't that what friends is for like i don't like i don't see the point and then also who does the who checks the who checks the the psychiatrist you know like who do they go to for therapy? How you know if they in the mental right state? Because that person could be mentally fucked up, and then they give you some fucked up advice because they having a bad day. Now they fucked up your day. Uh, that, that what am I even ranting about? I don't even know. We already we haven't even gotten to the fucking topic. I'm just saying, uh, old man Hokage, shout out to me. Uh, happy birthday to me. Woo. Uh, what else is new in my life? Um, uh, this is last podcast. Uh, I finally stopped joking around. If you guys come through to the Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash the Black Hokage. You know that like for the longest, like people would always tell me on my uh, on my streams that like I have some of the clearest skin that they've ever seen. Why is your skin so clear? Um, and it wasn't it, it was men and women. Uh, it was kind of like something I kind of always joked around with, uh, like starting like a kind of like a skincare a men's hygiene type of page, either like on YouTube or IG. And I decided to settle on IG because I wanted to focus on creating like small form content like a uh, little bite sizes of content. I don't, really, I don't really have time to make have another YouTube channel creating super long videos and hope that it blows up because I'm not going to make any money off of it right away and a motherfucker need to make some money. So I settled on IG. I felt like it was better. Plus, IG is very vain. It's very seen. It's all about eyesight and shit like that, like uh, what people see. So I settled on that men's hygiene um, and it's doing really well. It is doing actually really well. All I've only uploaded three videos so far but freaking uh each one i only have like 2000 followers but each one is uh over 3000 views 
um and like keep in mind those followers are growing every day it, 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 i didn't even have 2,000 followers when the third video was posted um and people it's been nothing it's been super fucking positive it's actually weird because the gaming community is toxic as fuck bro um like anything you can edit your heart out upload the funniest most informative video on earth and people do not people will find a reason to be fucking mad at your ass and i find that to be very interesting but with the skincare shit it's it's been very positive i get a ton of 50 plus comments on all my all three of the videos that i posted brand new page people dudes having engaging in conversations and shit uh, talking about how did they can improve their health uh believe it or not like if you first of all i said this on in a video and, and on my stream one of the most masculine things in my opinion that you, a man can do is have good hygiene um, because as a man, we supposed to be taking care of business. And if you can't take care of yourself, you can't wash your ass. How are you supposed to take care of somebody else? So I find that really weird that a lot of dudes think that they're too masculine or too cool to fucking wash their ass and wash their face. Um, and this, this page has taught me that like, um, I guess people are scared to talk about it. Cause like we shame men, this whole toxic masculine, there's, there's some truth to it. Like I'd be joking around with it. There is some truth to it. Um, we shame men into thinking that like you're supposed to be doing one thing and not the other But like dudes have really been coming to me for like genuine advice and I don't have all the fucking answers I'm not from some skin guru or whatever, but I just give what what I, what I like to use what products I like to use and stuff like that So we do product reviews um, Different type of washes and shit like that. Um, and we'll kind of see where it goes um, Did one for like beard hair and fucking like the the beard butter I use I, I'm, I'm rambling the point being is it's been overwhelmingly positive and I see a lot of potential in this Instagram page that I made to the point where I'm like hmm I've only got three posts and they're performing outside of my follower account meaning new it's bringing in new people I'm constantly catching a lot of new followers on this page every day which says to me that there is a market that's underserved which is men specifically black men or just men of color period um so it, people are excited about that and i think that's really dope so it, <laughs> fucking shout out to evil hiccup she's another streamer uh she was she's been screaming from the top of her lungs that i need to get a neutrogena or like a fucking noxema deal because my skin she, she says i have the clearest skin she's ever seen on twitch um and i'm just saying like listen gaming community i'm not gonna lie i made my name in this community and i appreciate y'all but like if a nigga can get a bag in the skincare community and there's a lot more positive shit going on over there as i get older Peace out. Fuck y'all weird ass niggas, bro. Because y'all don't appreciate nothing on the game inside. Just bitching about everything, bro. Meanwhile, we're having whole healthy conversations about shit over there. Um, so if you want to follow it, because I don't think I mentioned it on Instagram. Um, it's on brand because I, I, thought, I thought it was. I don't know if it's clever, but you know, alliteration. Niggas love alliteration. The page on IG is Hygienic Hokage. Like I said, uh, skincare, general men's hygiene. Um, I might I'm thinking about maybe incorporating some fitness in there as I start to hit more goals um just no positive shit bro that's that's what we own as we get older um like I'm 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 still me I still love joking around talking shit that's never gonna go away that's who I am but um you gotta you gotta diversify the portfolio you gotta diversify the portfolio as the Wu-Tang says man diversify the portfolio nigga I'm just saying so shout out to that to the ig page uh at hygienic hokage follow me on instagram um and then also i saw in the news um people on twitter are boycotting uh jimmy john's uh sub shop or whatever i'm a i'm uh, so the reason people the reason people are boycotting jimmy's john's is that apparently this dude is a big game hunter and he's like bragging he's got there's pictures all over the internet of him like killing big ass beautiful elephants and shit and I, i'm not gonna lie like 
I'm normally I don't get into this social justice shit, but I'm with the y'all. For, y'all niggas was eating Jimmy's John. I'm not putting Jimmy's John in my mouth. That's what I'm. That's all I'm trying to say. Like y'all talking about boycotting Jimmy's John. When I was never putting it in my mouth, so I guess I'm in the <laughs> power to the people. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? Uh, anyways, <laughs> all right. So what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Um, on my podcast notes, uh, we talking some game and actually a lot of game and we got a lot to talk about. Um. Uh, a little bit of anime tv um and then like some stuff that's going on like in the life and in the world and shit didn't didn't have any music to talk about honestly i've been i've been kind of out of the uh the loop when it comes to music i have not been listening to a lot of new music so if you guys have any suggestions feel free to tweet me at mr underscore i keep it real or uh if I upload this, I might upload the full version. I'm thinking about cutting up certain pieces of this and uploading them as segments, kind of like how Vlad TV does, and then upload the full thing. Because I went on the whole fucking like 15 minute rant in the beginning that would have no real topic, I think, in terms of YouTube. And with the YouTube algorithm, it promotes topical type videos, and I don't know. Uh, it doesn't doesn't really play to people like me and my personality, but you, you get what I'm saying. Um. So let's get into the gaming shit. Let's get into the gaming shit. On the gaming side of things, um, so the first question that I got, follow me on Twitter because I take questions. I got some news I want to talk about, but I wanted to go ahead and knock this one out. Um, the Lone Wolf asked me on Twitter and follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real. He said, talk about what are your top five games of the last five years? And I was like, okay, this is a decent topic right here. We can, you know, we can start a little conversation with this. And I'm not going to lie with it. It actually gave me a video idea for next year. Um, next year, it's rumored that we're going to at least get it's at bare minimum the ps5 and the xbox 720 whatever the fuck is going to be called it is going to be revealed we might even see the release of the two new consoles a new console generation might start next christmas next like thanksgiving the next holiday season there's a possibility for that um so next year i'm thinking i'm probably going to do my top 10 games of the xbox uh ps the xbox one ps4 era um I think that'll be a pretty good video. But for now, in between, let's do top five games of the last five years. All right. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and start with some honorable mentions before we get into the top five. Uh and keep in mind when I get into this top five that none of it is in any particular order. It was just five games. I was too lazy to list list the number, but whatever. Um, so some honorable mentions. Uh Dishonored 2 that came out in 2016. I loved that game. Um, I mean, it was a great follow-up to Dishonored 1. Uh, the skill tree was fucking amazing. The story was pretty solid. The stealth action, I loved all of it. Had some performance issues, but I enjoyed it as a whole for the most part. And it's definitely, if you're looking for a stealth action game, uh, Dishonored uh, is really good. I feel like it's a little bit underrated. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Y'all, y'all let me know. I don't know. Um, this one's controversial. This one's controversial. Just listen, 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 boys. Let me explain. Another honorable mention for me is The Witcher 3. Now, now, look, look, shut up. Shut the fuck up. You're a nerd. I know what I'm talking about. The reason I put The Witcher 3 in my honorable mentions is because I never beat this game. And I don't think it's fair to put it in my top five or top 10 if I never beat this game. And I'm probably, I'm gonna be honest, I'm probably never gonna beat it because it's like 100 hours. And listen, bro. It's almost September. Gears of War 5 is coming out. NBA 2K20 come. You a nigga got a motherfucking ball in his bitch, boy. You know what's going on, bro. You know what the fuck is going on. So I just there's no time to finish. Maybe one day, maybe next summer, if there's nothing to play, maybe I'll pick up The Witcher 3. Don't hold me that. Don't don't you fucking clip this shit and be one of those people that like a year later. Remember when you said this in the podcast? Fuck you from the future, bitch. Um. <laughs> 
but the witcher 3 i only got like 15 or 20 hours in this game and if you remember if you don't know the reason i never beat this game is that my old my original pc i'm on my third pc build now my original pc build from like six seven years ago um i was playing the witcher 3 and i had a cup of juice and my dumb ass knocked the juice over and the cup fucking spilled into the top of my fucking pc there was no filter on it or nothing because i had a cheap ass case so the juice got all on the fucking motherboard and the cpu and the gpu i damn near blew my house up i'm not gonna lie um but you know real niggas don't die they multiply um <laughs> so fucking my pc fried it shut down right then and there and thank god thank god thank god and let this be a lesson right here save your money um I make money from gaming and shit. Thank God I don't blow my money on stupid shit. So I had money saved up. So I was able to, I ordered new parts right there. Like I would, don't be wrong. I was fucking pissed for a few hours. I had to sit there, but then, you know, and they had to man up and shit. Like, you know, I had to fucking get on my G shit. So I took my L thankfully I had a bunch of money saved up. Cause I don't really, I'm not a materialistic person. Um, and I ended up just ordering some new parts. And then, uh, like a couple days later, I built like another PC. Um, like I said, I ended up only getting like 15 to 20 hours on it um i didn't have my save file in the cloud so it was on my hard drive and all that shit got fried so i lost my save i lost like 20 hours on the game and i was just like at that point i was kind of just like fuck it i had like a bad attitude it wasn't even the game it was just i was just upset that i did that like i wasted money um and people were saying you can download somebody else's save file and pick up from there like i don't want to play somebody else's game bro i don't want to that's like that's like dating a chick with baggage i don't want to play somebody else's save file bro um so <laughs> like i just i didn't want to do it i did not want to do it um so i just ended up but, but i'll say this the reason i put it in honorable mentions is because i felt like i played enough to say that even though i didn't beat it it was still a great fucking game and i understand why people love it um another honorable mention uh zelda breath of the wild once again this might have been in my top five but i don't know i y'all know i don't like puzzles but zelda is one one game that i do make a what's the word i'm looking for here i do make an exclusion no exception for an exclusion what the fuck an exception for um breath of the wild was really good but it was another game i don't know why i didn't beat this game to be honest i don't have some fucking story for this i don't know i just didn't beat it um so i don't feel like it's fair to put it in my top five but it was still a great game and i wanted to put it in my honorable mentions y'all know come on zelda um shadow of mortar i think this game is very i don't want to say underrated but fucking that nemesis system was innovative it was not a lot of innovative features in the ps4 xbox one era but that shadow of mortar nemesis system was mwah, and that alone gives it a honorable mention it was a great game great game um this one might be controversial one of my favorite games and this is an honorable mention we haven't even gotten into the top five i know right this is crazy mafia 3 is one of my favorite games of this past generation as an honorable mention um gameplay wise nothing special it was fucking grand theft auto very repetitive but i still put it in my honorable mentions just because of what it did story wise it had one of the best stories of this generation very in your face unapologetic um and i wish more games would go there it was one of the few games where like i was playing as a black character and I really felt like they got the portrayal of the black experience in America to some degree correct. It wasn't some caricature. It wasn't some watered down bullshit. It was some, you're a fucking nigger. We hate you if you're on the wrong side of town type of shit. Like if you, and, and this is coming from me. I said this in my review, if you didn't see my Mafia 3 review, it was, what was really weird about the release of that game is if you go back and watch the reviews of that game, all the reviews just talked about the gameplay. They didn't talk about how stellar the actual story 
was um and i felt like you had to be but if you go talk to like black people who played that game me and ethos have plenty of conversations about this you probably heard us talk about this on stream like we say the same shit like it was like wow like i can't believe some of the shit that they were like i'm bro it was some wild ass shit in that fucking game and they were they were touching on some shit like not even like obvious racism they were talking about shit like fucking uh white men fetishing black women um they had like fucking brothel houses where you could go fuck the jungle bunny and shit and i'm talking and i'm like i'm not paraphrasing like this was what was going on in the fucking game like i'm dog this shit was fucking wild and i'm like yo i'm like like you had to respect it like you could tell they really did their research so i have to give kudos to that um for actually portraying something correctly um but yeah if you haven't played mafia 3 you can get it for like five bucks right now like try that game out you you'll be pleasantly surprised like a lot of reviews did not mention that i'm like did, did we play the same fucking game and then me and ethos came to the conclusion wait a minute we're black so it touches us differently compared to to them it's just fictional shit and it's like no a lot of like this shit is real like <laughs> um another honorable mention assassin's creed odyssey it's fucking august 28th i'm still streaming this game now granted i did beat the game the main game took me 116 hours to beat and i didn't even finish it at 100 i finished it at like 90 something percent um and then the dlc came out so right now i'm streaming the dlc um great game great fucking game uh wasn't my favorite story in the assassin's creed franchise but uh it has some of the best gameplay like it feels like with odyssey they were just like fuck it let's just make a fun game and that's what it is uh if you turn your brain off and just have fun with it that's exactly what it is uh and then deus ex mankind divided was another honorable mention <sighs> stealth action in the future you get to play as a nigga with a bionic arm and shit um now since i'm doing like the video version of this shit uh if you heard me talking the podcast you guys know that like all this fucking talking it, it, it makes my, my mouth dry. Like, doing a solo podcast is hard because you have to be entertaining for, like, an hour plus. So my mouth gets dry. And now that we're actually on camera, you guys can see I am sipping on a big gallon of a minute made. And if you have a problem with that, fuck you. All right. Top five. No particular order. Uh, first game. Rainbow Six Siege. I put this in the top five games of the last five years for uh, multiple reasons. A phenomenal shooter phenomenal tactical shooter um destructible environments has a hero system with a where certain heroes take on other heroes like and it balances itself out um freaking customization out the woo um the business model um a lot of people forget too this game came out in 2015 um and it's now 2010 19 going into 2020 and this game rainbow six siege is still one of the top games on twitch it's one of the most talked about games still on social media people love the business model it's it's big in esports people are making money off of rainbow six siege rainbow six siege undeniably is one of the most influential games of this past generation and the proof is in the pudding like it's still a game like i'm not hardcore on it but i've been on it since 2015 and like every few months I get that itch. Like I was just playing Rainbow like a couple weeks ago. Like it's one of those games that I still come back to. Like something gravitates me to whenever they announce new operators or new maps or just something new to the game. It's just fun. And then the community is funny as shit, bro. If you watch my fucking Rainbow Six Siege videos, you'll see the community is full of nothing fuck but like trolls and shit. And like for some people that might turn them off, but I like being amongst the trolls. Like I, you know, I came from the Xbox 360 lobby days, uh, Call of Duty lobby days. And even still, 
the trolls in Rainbow Six Siege aren't the toxic trolls like the Call of Duty ones or the CSGO ones. They're more like just the weird trolls. Like if you say something weird, somebody's going to say something weird back to you. So uh, I, I enjoy the community. Uh, so Rainbow Six Siege is definitely in the top five of the last five years. All right. Second game. Another shooter. Titanfall 2. Whew. Might or not. This might come in as a surprise, but Titanfall 2, If in terms of Rainbow is the best like tactical shooter of this generation if we're talking about the best like arcade just for fun shooter like the call of duty battlefield crowd yes battlefield is arcade okay um titanfall 2 is the best shooter of this generation i don't care what anybody says this game is the most fluid shooter like everything about this game just feels right from the gun to the wall running to the titans to the maps the map there's not a single map in titanfall 2 that i think i hated and it really fucking irks me what ea did to titanfall 2 titanfall 2 should be where battlefield is right now it should be titanfall 2 should be where apex legends is to be honest because for those of you unaware apex legends takes place in the world of titanfall 2 um it's like a tournament going on or some shit like that and fingers crossed i'm really hoping that uh respawn incorporates titans somehow into the apex legends world or or uh, maybe like the pilots or whatever. So like, if you like Apex Legends, you're gonna love Titanfall because to be honest, it plays almost identically like Titanfall, but honestly, Titanfall is better because it has the wall running and the Titans and shit in it and the different types of weapons. But the weapons, the story mode had one of the best stories in the fucking single player, like uh, solo shoot, like most shooter stories suck, but this one was great, it was great. And it's really a shame to see what EA did to Titanfall 2. For those of you unaware, if you don't know what I'm talking about, okay, so, um, what was it battlefield came out on this date um and then in and then what was it call of duty came out after and in the middle was titanfall 2 so not only did titanfall titanfall 2 have to complete with call of duty let's say like in the span of like a month i think it was like in the span of like one or two months those three games all came out and titanfall 2 came out in the middle so imagine having to compete not only with call of duty but they had to compete with their own game battlefield because that's an ea game and titanfall is an ea game uh, EA basically killed Titanfall 2. It was a terrible release date. They should have pushed it back or pushed it up and let it have its own slot to shine. But Titanfall 2 came out just, and it was MIA. Like, it didn't even get a chance to shine. And it's it's really a fucking shame. If you can ever get your hands on that game for, like, cheap, which you should be able to. I've heard the servers have been repopulated since Apex Legends came out. You should try out Titanfall 2 because it was criminally underrated, underrated. And it's a shame what happened to that game. Um number three and keep in mind I'm, this is just the third one i'm listing this isn't, this isn't any particular order super mario odyssey now for those of you under underwear why the fuck was i about to say underwear this fucking podcast i was about to say me undies like ace and shit this podcast is awful man i'm i'm, I'm i was about to say, i was supposed to say underrated and i said underwear this podcast is awful so go ahead and make sure to rate it five stars on apple Podcasts. all right um <laughs> <laughs> so super mario odyssey um for those of you unaware i was a nintendo kid i know that's hard to believe because i talk a lot of shit and i'm pretty toxic but i grew up a nintendo kid uh i grew up in an era i, I was born in 1990 uh, i grew up in an era where parents were still parents they didn't let the xbox and the playstation babysit their kids uh my parents made me go outside um and they limited the amount of time that i did play video games made sure i played sports made sure my grades were up and all that shit and when i did play video games um uh, I wasn't I was only allowed to play games that were for my age group so if I was a teen it was teen and below and then when I became an adult I could play that I didn't like so for like people would be like oh you didn't play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas or Vice City no and the reason I didn't play is because uh I think San Andreas came out in 2006 if I'm correct let's see let me google that because I don't want no well actually nigga correcting me release date. I believe it did 
uh san andreas release date no gta san andreas came out in 2004 october 2004 i was 14 uh in 2004 uh so i was too young to play my parents did not let me play games like that um so i missed out on it and i just never it's one of those things like you never if you, you can't miss what you didn't you didn't have so i didn't care to play it um so i grew up on a lot of mario a lot of smash bros uh luigi's mansion just a lot of nintendo shit uh and I, like as i got older i kind of fell out of love with it not because i went through like some edgy ed, ed, like some like edgy shit like what is what's the word i'm looking like edgy phase i mean where like i felt like i was too adult for mario it was more so because i felt like they kept doing the same thing over and over like i think that the last mario that i really loved was super mario sunshine even though that camera's ass looking back um but super mario odyssey the trailers came out it looked interesting and like they were finally doing something new and i can say that like in re it reinvigorated my passion for mario it's simple fun it was a great game to stream I, I could just jump around and be silly and talk to my chat. The levels and the level design was innovative. That fucking uh, Donkey Kong was the Donkey Kong level where old girl was like singing and shit. That shit was fucking awesome, bro. Um, the cappy mechanics. It was it was enough new in there to the point where like I was like, all right, I, I'm paying attention to what Mario's doing again. I, and I was like, all right, all right, I'm fucking with Super Mario. So I, I would put that in my top five of, of like the last five years of games that I really enjoyed. Um, another one this one's pretty recent last year god of war y'all god of war has got to go in the best five of the last five years and the reason i would put god of war in there is uh they took a character with basically no real fucking character i mean what his family died yeah okay other than that kratos was just a bald-headed angry motherfucker okay um they took that and they turned him into a human uh, they turned this god into a human. They turned him into a family man. Um, they turned him into somebody who cared about somebody, who was teaching somebody. But he was still a fucking badass. And this game had some of the best fucking boss fights. Some of the best level design. I enjoyed the fucking leveling up system. Um, I just enjoyed everything about it. But what I really, 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 really have to praise God of War for is if you know me one of the quickest ways to piss me off is having a poor fucking ending in your game and god of war is one of the few games of this generation where the ending was just and now i'm not going to i'm not going to like uh <laughs> i'm not gonna like uh was to spoil it but if you haven't gotten a chance get god of war on sale like the ending was just fucking great i did not see it coming and when i <sighs> When you get to the end of God of War, I was like, oh, okay, I'm ready for the next one. Then Thor pulls up with the hammer, like, pop, 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 pop. Fucking, you had to wrestle Conor McGregor and shit multiple times. You had to fucking fight a big ass snake that, oh my. Graphically, the game was nice too. One of the best looking games on PS4. I really appreciate they had a 60 FPS mode on the PS4 Pro. Voice acting was on point. Like, I was, and then. Let's talk about this game developers. I've said this before. I'm sick and tired of big ass open world games. And don't get me wrong, God of War is semi open world. Like it gives you a little bit of exploration, a little wiggle room, but it doesn't give you a lot, okay? And like, just, uh, I really appreciate more linear games. And if you want, you can play this game completely linear. So you can beat this game in like 10 to 15 hours, depending on your skill level. If you're trash, probably 30. Um, <laughs> But yeah, if you're like an average gamer, it should take you like 10 to 15 hours to beat this game. So like, I really enjoyed that it was short, it was sweet, it was to the point. Like, I don't, 
I don't need every game to be like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Every game don't need to be 100 hours to get to the end. That's what that's what pissed me off about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And that's why I had to knock it down a peg. Even though it was fucking fun as shit. It took me 116 hours to beat that game. To get to the end. And I fucking hated the The ending was awful in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Imagine spending 100 plus hours. To, oh man. Shout out to my boo Cassandra though but uh <laughs> shout out to god of war uh that's one of my top five games production was just amazing too of the last five years now i did not number the last four i don't know how i would order those maybe when we do the top 10 games of the of the last of the generation maybe i'll do that but undeniably i know out of these five games this one is number one to me and it's crazy too because fucking this the console it came out on doesn't even exist anymore i mean it exists but they don't sell it anymore i'm talking about bayonetta 2 although bayonetta 2 is on the switch now but originally it came out on the wii u um bayonetta 2 it came out in 2014 um which was five years ago if we're being technical because i can't i so the way for those of you unaware the way that i counted it was from 14 to to uh what was it my dumbass was it 14 15 16 17 18 19 yeah, 14 to 19. All right. Um, that's the way I counted it. But uh, yeah, Bayonetta 2 is my favorite game of these five in the last five years. Action was amazing. Fucking surprisingly, the frame rate was pretty steady on the Wii U. Um, the, the, the graphics were amazing. The world was amazing. The action was just the combos. It was just like Devil May Cry was cool, but I'm sorry. The new one I'm talking about, but Bayonetta 2 is still better. It's still top dog. And don't, I don't know, man. Uh, that Astro Chain from Platinum Games, it's getting pretty good reviews. But like Bayonetta 2 is still the creme la creme. It's still its Magnus Opa of the, I, did I say that right? The Magnum Opa? Magna Opera? I don't know. Um, for platinum games but it astro chain has been getting pretty good reviews so i might have to check that out i was like damn bro you know nigga want ball but like it's 2k season i don't know bayonetta 2 though fucking fire and it's hot too it's hot hot bayonetta's hot 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 you gotta love that shit bro but bayonetta 2 undeniably is my favorite game in like the last five years that's what that's what i was i would say um, so those are the the top five games of the last five years. I'll probably upload this segment to YouTube. Um, so if I do uh, in the future, YouTube comment section, let me know what are your top five games of the last five years. You don't have to have a number. Just list five that you really love. You can even do some honorable mentions. Let's have a conversation. Just keep that shit civil. Don't be a bitch ass nigga in my comment section and make sure to hit the fucking like button. Um, <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm, I'm, my fucking voice is getting tired. I need to get a swig of this fucking lemonade. Nigga, blood sugar low as shit. Okay. Next game and topic. Ninja goes to Mixer. People have been asking me what I think. I kind of answered it a little bit on my Twitch stream. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Ninja goes to Mixer. Now, if you're asking me, the person, like on a personal level, like fuck, fuck the Black Hokage, fuck TBH. Um, I'm talking about me, Corey, the person. That is my name. If you're asking Corey what he thinks of Ninja going to Mixer, Corey doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> but if you're asking TBH from a business standpoint, I think it's a good thing. Um, the reason I think Ninja going to Mixer is a good thing is because competition is always a good thing. 
fucking Twitch has been going through some bullshit. Um, you got people out here fucking saying racist shit, people throwing animals, um, people fucking beefing with people and shit on the platform, and like, like none of this is getting checked. At least like the top like one percent, none of these motherfuckers are getting checked. Um, and on top of that, you got Mixer's got a lot of cool features. They're not innovating uh, over on the Twitch side. Maybe, uh, maybe a little birdie heard me. They're going to be some cool. They told me some cool things are going to be announced for TwitchCon. We'll see. I don't know what those cool things are. But right now, it feels like Twitch is not innovating, and Mixer actually is. One really cool thing. I'll give you an example. One really cool thing that uh, I have a friend over at uh, that, that streams over on Mixer, uh, Moonlight Wolf. Shout out to her. I met her uh, in the EA Game Changers program at some event. Um, and I learned on Mixer, they have like this thing. I forgot what it was called, but they have a way to highlight. Cause one of the biggest problems with Twitch is finding people, finding new streamers. Like everybody tends to just stick to who they watch. They don't, they don't branch out and watch like new people, but on Mixer, they have this thing. Like they have like this bot. And basically what this bot does is it goes out and let's say that, let's say you're playing Fortnite, right? You're streaming Fortnite. This bot goes out and it finds every streamer that's streaming Fortnite on Mixer and who are currently in the top 10 like a top 10 situation um and basically it shouts them out uh, and it brings in new viewers to that person's stream and then when once they die or if they win then that bot moves on to other streams that are in the top 10 and it's constantly shouting out new so basically people can find people who are decent players so if you're decent at the game you're going to be able to at least get eyes on you and then if you have an interesting personality you might hook them the point being is they have a cool way of and it's not just for fortnite they have it for like multiple multiplayer games where this bot just hops around looking for people that are in the top 10 they don't give a fuck uh it has nothing to do about your personality or whatever it's just those are the stipulations can you make it into the top 10 of this battle royale game um and then they'll shout you out to like hundreds of thousands of people and then you get your views will go up and you might be able to get some follow so that's one innovative feature um they have a bunch of other innovative features over on mixer um but like him going and then like the petty shit like Twitch did where they turned his page into an experimental page where they were promoting other streamers. That wasn't cool because um, they didn't do that to anybody else. And then they came after they got exposed. They came out and said, we've been working on this. Why would you experiment on his page? Why didn't you experiment on another page? Or why didn't you give people the option to opt into that stuff so that they don't have to do that type of stuff? And then um, because they were promoting other people's pages on his page they were they were promoting other fortnite streams somebody got into the fortnite section and started streaming porn and then porn ended up on ninja's page so he was pissed about that um and that's another reason why his ass is over there on mixer uh supposedly he got a big bag i'm not a pocket watcher i don't care whatever um i will say that uh every time i turn my xbox on which is maybe once in a blue moon uh i i, I turned it on for the nba 2k20 demo which we're going to talk about later because I ran out of, I ran, you only get six, you can only create six my players on the NBA key, NBA 2K20 demo. And I ran out of six players on both my accounts on my PS4. So I ran through my 12 players over there. And I was like, wait a minute, I have an Xbox. Let me stop using this as a fucking drink coaster and I can download the demo on Xbox. So I downloaded the demo on Xbox and I noticed that they were, they promote a uh, Ninja stream or on the Mixer homepage. Like as soon as you log into Xbox Live, Mixer stream, uh, Ninja stream is right there. So that's really cool. But going back to what i was saying i think it's good that ninja is going to mixer because it's going to promote competition uh he likes the features that they're doing over there it's going to make twitch take a step back and humble themselves and like all right well how can we improve our our program our our, our platform what kind of features can we roll out to please the the community how can we improve our um our moderation because like there's some wild ass shit going on, on twitch like y'all seen this fucking amrif chick talking about some um 
I'm in the uh, I'm in the ethnic aisle getting some pocky with my niggers or some shit she said and then she said that she said gross because that's the, if you come to my streams and you hear anybody in GI talking about groceries yo what's up my grocery that's what we're talking about she said that she said groceries but you can bro I fucking down I've been editing video since I was in middle school mind you I'm 29 years old okay I've been editing it for video for 15 fucking plus years I downloaded that clip because she says that she wears a retainer I guess she's trying to fix her teeth and she was trying to say groceries but it came out as nigger and my thing is like first of all anybody listening I'm black if you didn't if you didn't get it so I could say nigger you can't all right uh <laughs> fucking um yeah but like she I where do you first of all the n-word starts with an n grocery starts with a g so what the fuck are you talking about like where did grocery maybe if you were trying to say niger or nappy like it didn't even start with a fucking n man i downloaded and slowed that clip down bro she was not saying no damn groceries you said fucking nigger dog and the wild shit about that is fucking what made it really weird is she was talking about the ethnic aisle and that's where they sell pockies and she's not wrong that that is where you know like where you can find like the Mexican seasonings and fucking the Japanese food if you in your grocery store if you have a quote unquote ethnic aisle. But it just sounded really weird that she said the ethnic aisle and then she said nigger. I'm like, bro, you, you know what the fuck you said. I my theory, I think it's that chick, she streams like fucking all day, every day. And she streams so much that she probably went brain dead at that moment. Like, I'm not saying she's a racist or she actually, you know what you, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to give no definitive answer. I don't know. But I think she streamed so fucking much that she went brain dead in that moment and didn't realize that she was live and she, cause she was so fucking tired. And she said something that she probably normally says behind closed doors. Cause you know, they all do it, but you know, whatever for legal reasons, I'm not going to call anybody a racist. <laughs> but you know how that go you know how that fucking go so that's why fucking this lenity chick throwing her fucking cat and you say cats land on their feet but still you shouldn't that shit is still wild like you shouldn't have threw it like you could have just put it down like it's just i don't know man twitch looking a little spooky man and you know the worst part is you could have just you know it, it's really bad it looks really bad because twitch is very top heavy there's what well, ninja's gone so there's not ninja but there was ninja what tim the tap man freaking dr lupo lyric soda pop and there's like a handful of people in the top one percent and they're bringing in the most money to twitch and the thing is if they all leave twitch is gonna lose a lot of fucking money and this can all be avoided if they just oh yeah doctors respect i forgot to say his name but you, you get the big streamers I'm not, i don't consider myself a big streamer i'm somewhere in the middle i'd say i'm i'm, I'm very self-aware i'm not I'm not a big streamer in my opinion um but what i was about to say um but if they just promoted more and i'm not even specifically talking about myself because even i like i'm a viewer whether it's youtube or twitch i want to find new people to watch too and it's really fucking annoying like when you go to the homepage and it's the same fucking 10 people getting circle jerked bro it would be nice if i got some opportunities you know I, i'm gonna be honest like y'all niggas stream is not more lit than mine like i've been saying this shit let me get on a pokey stream bro i'm gonna take your audience and like that's not even like on no disrespectful shit like i'm trying to like beef with her or any other the, the top one percent no I'm, i don't have no problem with none of those people it's more so i'm just saying like nigga i'm lit them motherfuckers gonna think if they think you're funny wait till they see me nigga that's all i'm saying <laughs> and it's like sometimes i sometimes people just need an opportunity it's not about views because unfortunately people are sheep people watch what's already popular um i've literally i don't know if i said this on a podcast i've literally seen people say they will not watch me because i don't have a million followers on youtube 
oh, he only has 600,000. I'm not watching that garbage. Didn't even give my content a chance. So it's like, if you don't have anybody helping you out curating, sometimes you'll never even get a chance to, and some would argue, do you even want a viewer like that? Cause that's a fickle viewer anyway. Man, a view is a fucking view, man. Um, niggas just want opportunities. It's hard out here in this job market, man. People trying to make some money, dog. So I'm just saying, it wouldn't be that big of a deal Ninja going to Mixer if Twitch was actually promoting more people. Um, now, I've seen a lot of people make videos on YouTube saying, is this the downfall of Twitch? No, it's not. Um, it's just one person. And to be honest, uh, I've <laughs> I've been going over it. I've been watching some. I've been lurking in like Ninja's chat, watching some of his streams, and his views on average have gone down. Um because i mean twitch is the most popular thing like i said people follow what's popular and it's very inconvenient for somebody who enjoys watching ninja to make a mixer account and follow his mixer solely for him when there's 15 other options that this person can go watch on twitch and just stay in that ecosystem um yes it doesn't sound like a big deal to open another tab and go to the web browser but what do not underestimate how stupid and lazy people are okay any one extra step is one extra chance for your ass to not get seen i'm telling you i that's one thing i've learned about this internet shit people are lazy and stupid so i've noticed the ninja's views have been down but i mean Oh, he went from getting 30 to 40,000 viewers on average to getting like 20,000. He's fine. And then he just announced that Adidas sneaker deal. Shout out to him. Yo. He's pushing the whether you like him or not. He's pushing the culture forward. Uh, I don't want anybody thinking I hate that dude. I really don't give a fuck about him. I'm just kind of giving like a um, an unbiased kind of opinion. Um, shit, nigga, I need a shoe deal, bro. I'm going to be honest. Them ninja, them ninja sneakers probably going to look busted as fuck. That nigga don't look like he got swag. Y'all, that nigga got fucking that nigga's hair looks like fucking an icy bro you know you know them ices you get from the little mexican lady in the hood and shit that's what his shit look like bro shit hot pink and blue and shit bro look like you want to lick his scalp bro and that nigga's designing sneakers now like shout out to him for getting the bag but let me get a sneaker dog i'm just saying bro let's get my niggas right and shit so shout out to him for getting the bag he is pushing the culture for he is opening new doors for people and shit but i don't think it's the end of twitch um i think the end for twitch would be or not even the end but a serious red flag would be if this is a domino effect if people see that i've seen a lot of smaller streamers go over to mixer but we haven't seen the big the big names like dr disrespect dr lupo dr disrespect said he's not going because the check wasn't right um but if more if like five of like ninjas big ass friends go over to mixer then yeah twitch should probably start sweating but just one name eh, eh. Eh, whatever but that that's that's my th i'm i'm tired of talking about this nigga uh <laughs> so let's talk about nba live i'm just playing we're not talking about that we're talking about the nba 2k20 Ooh, did y'all hear that squeak on my chair i don't know if y'all heard that i have a filter on my mic which kills background noise but like my chair just squeaked loud as shit it sounded like the wings chair you better look here listen we're now talking about the nba 2k20 demo um so this is the last podcast nba 2k20's demo came out um in the demo it allows you to create six separate builds and then after you create your builds you pick your badges and then you go play one game with six minute quarters and then it says thanks for playing the demo and then you get to make you know five more builds until it tells you you're out of builds so what are my thoughts all right 2k you lied um they made it seem like we were going to be able because they said they were getting rid of archetypes and you're going to be, be able to basically they made it seem like they're going to give you a certain number of like attribute points and you're going to be able to put it on whatever stat you want and then based off of that that's what your build is going to be but when you create your character there's a set of pie charts 
and there there's there's the shooting stat there's the playmaking stat the slashing stat and the defense stats there there's four there's four pieces in each pie and each pie is different like one might have more yellow one might have more green if there's more green than anything else that means it's a fucking sharp build or a shot creator build um so technically freaking archetypes aren't in the game but they still are freaking it's just now it's pie charts it's the same shit like i created i created a play sharp right but in nba 2k20 it's not called a sharp shooting playmaker it's called a sharpshooting facilitator oh ho. facilitator means the same thing as fucking playmaker jesus christ dog it's the same fucking shit the one thing that is different is with the pie charts you can kind of tweak the stats it's not all pre-set predetermined for you and then also you can choose what you want to upgrade first so like in the old 2ks like you had to upgrade your main stats first and then you had to wait for your cap breakers and then it would let's say you're like a shooter right you want to put more stats towards your shoot but when you get a new cap breaker sometimes it would give you like a stat on your steal it's like what the fuck i don't need a, a stat on my block or my steal i want it more on my shooting with this shit you don't have to you can pick whatever you want to upgrade technically that way you can pick what you can up, what you want to upgrade and then you can't at the same time because in my brain the way that i would design my characters if you gave me a certain number of points I would put almost no points on slashing. I would put some points on layups. And then after that, I would put all my points on shooting, playmaking, and defense so that I could create a sharpshooting playmaker, a two-way sharpshooting playmaker. That's what I wanted to make in my brain. But in the demo, I couldn't make that uh, because it makes you pick a predetermined uh, pie chart where one is mainly about defense, one is mainly about playmaking, one is mainly about shooting. And then once you upgrade your main stats, then you can decide what your secondary stats are. And then based off that, it'll label you what you are, but it's still the Arcasite system. Now, in the defense of the demo, they did say that um, in, the main, in the final game, they were going to be including more pie charts. But I'm, if Mike Wang or whoever the fuck, uh, Ronald as a uh, flight likes to say, if anybody from 2K says this, let us make whatever pie chart we want. Let us just give us like a thousand stat points and say, put it on whatever the fuck stats you want. And then based off of that, that's what our player is. Stop trying to make us motherfuckers want customization. I don't care about slashing. I want to shoot. I want to pass and I want to play defense. I don't and give me some layups. I don't really care about dunking or none of that shit or catching alley hoops and none of that shit, bro. So that was disappointing on the gameplay side of things. <sighs> All right. So one thing I don't I'm on the fence. I don't know how I feel about this. They changed it to where custom custom jump shots are going to be in the game. But now, back when, in all the other games, when you would make a custom jump shot, you could pick the speed of the shot. And this shit, you can't pick the speed of the shot. Instead, they have a new badge called Quick Draw. Um, and with Quick Draw, it determines how fast your shot is. So gold, basically, if you're a shooter, you're going to have to have gold or Hall of Fame Quick Draw. So you have to waste stat points on putting, just to be able to shoot, you have to waste your stat points on getting that badge. And I don't know how I feel about that. I understand why they did that, because there were a lot of cheesy ass. There's so many like jump shot combinations. It's kind of hard to balance it all. So it's kind of their way of balancing it to stop the cheese, because there were a lot of shots that were super fucking fast and unnecessarily good. So that's kind of their way of balancing it, making you spend stat points on that. So you can't be good in other places. But I don't know. I'm kind of on the edge about that. I got to see when the full game comes out, how I feel about that. Um other badges uh i like the intimidator badge basically you stand in front of somebody everybody get to be a lockdown 
<laughs> some people won't like that, but because it basically rewards bad players. But I'm a good defender in my opinion, so it's only going to make me better. Um, I, I fucking the floor general badge is really cool. Um, the clamps badge is fired. That's ooh, that is a much for the most part. I like the new badge, and I like the I I have I had to give him a positive. I like the badge system. Period. The way it works is based off your stats. You get a certain number of points that you can allocate towards your badges, um, and you can pick whatever badge you want. That's pretty dope. Now, granted, if you, if you put all your bat all your stat points on like defense and you don't have high defense attributes, them badges are only going to do so much for you. But if you're kind of on the edge, like you're in that 70, 75 range, it can take your defender to the next level, putting in those uh, stat points, those uh, badge points on the defense points. Or the, I, I'm bad at English. I apologize. Let me take a swig of this lemonade. Um, <laughs> uh gameplay oh the quick first step badge they said they nerfed that but in the demo it's op i could see that being a big problem um that's the one badge i was like mm. blow buys are back basically basically hold down the turbo and you could just go past somebody if you got that sh that quick first step hall of fame badge um so they said they nerfed it for the final build they said this demo is an old build so let's see when the full game comes out but it does have me a little worried that blow buys are back um the dribble guides this is i'm probably gonna piss a lot of you off now don't get me wrong in the demo i do think they're being a little bit too harsh on the stamina penalties like you do like two or three dribble moves and your dude you literally uses all his energy if you don't have that badge handles for days i do think that is od but i like where they're going i feel like they gotta meet us in the middle maybe not two moves and you get tired maybe like six um but i get what they're doing um, because realistic, like I see people in this dribble God community which saying that it's not realistic to dribble to dribble twice and then get tired. You're not wrong, but it's also not realistic to dribble 22 seconds off the clock and then jack up a shot and get a fucking green, bro. That's not, I'm sorry. You people have never played sports, dog. I've never played ball before where you're just doing that. Like you do all that. You're going to get tired eventually. So it seems like with 2k20, they're putting more of an emphasis on IQ. Like it cracks me up that the 2k community always talks about IQ, but most of you motherfuckers don't have any IQ. When I hear the word IQ, I hear good team ball. And it seems like 2k20 is pushing more towards team ball. And that's why I'm like, okay, I kind of like where they're going, but I don't like some of these things. And it's kind of hard to tell until we get the full release of the game. So I like what they're doing. I like the idea that they have with the dribbling and how they're trying to nerf the dribbling gods. I just think it was poor execution. I think you should give them a little bit more energy, but meet us in the middle. It was a little too nerfed, but don't go too far, right? And and uh, give them a, lot, a bunch of energy because then that's bullshit, bro. It's, it's nothing worse than hopping in the pro-am, hopping in the wreck, and dealing with a fucking dumbass part player who comes in there and dribbles off the whole fucking clock and, and then jacks up a shot and then we lose because of that shit. Uh, I don't play with randoms a lot, but every once in a while, you just want to get a game in and just ball, bro. You don't want to wait for your friends because they're at work or they're at school and you have the day off. And it's annoying when you play with randoms and you got that one dumbass who thinks that shit works in the park, works in the fucking pro and, or, or the rec. I mean, it, it just does not work. Keep that shit in the park. Um, so we'll see how they we'll see how they balance that out. Um, other gameplay mechanics that I like, I like the defense. The shooting felt good when you had quick draw on. Like I said, I just don't understand. I don't know if how I feel about that. Um, the small forward builds. Oh, I seen a lot of people complaining about that. Yeah, they do need to be buffed. Um, for some reason in the demo, when you make the small forward shorter, they get better. But like the small forward is the three spot. The three is in the middle, right? 
So your guards, the one and the two are the smaller players. They're usually faster and they usually shoot better. They usually pass better. Um, but that's an exchange for height. They're usually smaller. But the three, he's not a big, but he's not a guard. It's somewhere in the middle. The three to me is a jack of all trades type position. Can shoot a little bit, can handle a little bit, play defense because they have that height. They have that the, um, the athleticism still a little bit, but they're not quite a guard. They're not a center or a power forward. But for some reason, uh, it seems like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, or whatever the small forward, like small heights are in the game. It seems like that's the only way you can get a viable small forward. And I don't think that's cool. I get they're trying to nerf the fucking 6'10", lockdown small forwards, that cheesy ass build. But um, yeah, they definitely need to buff them because it seems like none of the small forward builds can really shoot that well or dunk that well. And like the stats just didn't seem that great. Um, but the bigs, mwah. Y'all hated bigs last year. I made I made a one I, mostly I made point guard builds because I'm running the point this year for the team. But I made a couple big builds. <sighs> I made a a rebound uh, a rebounding rim protector I think. And oh my lord, I fucking I, but I put his his um what was his con, his inside dunk up or something like that. So he could dunk a little bit. He was a he was a slashing rebound um, rim protector. And oh my god, I put Hall of Fame contact finish on him. And just basically give me the ball down low, and he was literally unfucking stoppable. Um, they said that they nerfed the takeover for the bigs or the post scores or whatever. But in terms of like just general big moves, it seems like the bigs are going to be a problem this year too. And I really look forward to seeing what Chaos in the group does with with his post score when he makes one. Um, if y'all hated post scores last year, y'all probably gonna hate him again this year. It is, it is what it is. Um, but overall, the demo. It was cool to get hands on time with it, but I will say what the fuck was the point of it? Because you gave us an old build and this is my critique. If anybody from 2K sees this shit, um, my main problem is you guys put out an old build and then you hopped on Twitter and you basically said everything that you played was null and void. Like it, first of all, 2K community, stop making these fucking best build videos when mike wang said that there's going to be more pie charts in the game how do you have the best build for a game that's not even out and there's going to be more builds in the actual release but also on the on the developer side of shit, why did you guys put this out and not give us more pie charts like get to get a better feel for the game and then also you guys are listening to the community way way too much bro the 2k devs like i get you're trying to get the community involved but and, and learn from fucking Apex Legends, dog. The community does not know everything, bro. These fucking, some of these dudes are stupid, dog. Some of the stupidest people I ever ran with are randoms. There's a reason I only play with friends most for the most part. Because like most of this community, I'm not saying that y'all aren't basketball fans, but y'all don't, y'all aren't students of the game. You motherfuckers just like Steph Curry jacking up threes. You like James Harden doing his little step backs and his handles and jacking up threes and mid ranges and shit. Like you like that stuff because it's sexy, but you're not an actual student of basketball. You don't understand how the game works. And I feel like the developers are taking too much advice from these people. And when they're trying to quote unquote, be the number one basketball simulation game in the community. And you can't be that when you're listening to a bunch of people who swear they want simulation but they're they're asking for arcade features if that makes sense like fucking ronnie 2k made a whole list of features we want this that and the third fix and some of it did need to be fixed 
but a lot of it i'm like what the fuck are y'all talking about like the screens they were saying some people were saying the screens were overpowered like the screens were fine to me you literally had to run into a screen in order to get hit by it versus all the previous years like you would get vacuum into screens as long as you were in the vicinity of that person so the screens felt fine to me i was like what the fuck are these these people talking about just bitching about every damn thing and it's like you guys as developers you need to stick to your guns learn from apex legends bro because the apex community begged for a solo mode and that solo mode is fucking ass bro the community does not have all the answers if you think something is best for your game try it out and then if people don't like it then fix it but like the game hasn't even came out and it seems like the fucking developers are like scurrying to change everything and i'm like that makes me a little bit worried i'm like mm, i don't know man but it's just another year being being a basketball fan this shit is hard man then we haven't even got any news on nba live where you at nba live i'm one of the few people like i don't get me wrong i really i enjoy 2k i'm a huge basketball fan but i'm a basketball fan first and i'm really rooting for nba live to get their shit together but it's looking spooky over there man fucking they did an ama which is an ask me anything on reddit with the developers and that shit was quiet i haven't heard any news come out of that bro it got delayed i don't know man i don't know how i feel about the 2k20 demo because like i said everything is null and void it was an old build they're changing a whole bunch of shit before the full game comes out we still haven't even gotten the mar part fucking trailer um but at the time in which i'm recording this so you see the despair in my voice another year of being in the dark for nba 2k all like all i can say is i hope i hope it gets better i hope it gets better um moving on to the last piece of gaming news since last podcast um the call of duty 2v2 alpha came out yeah i know i spent a little bit of time on it and by a little bit of time i mean a little bit of time like an hour i got an hour of time on it uh i played the um the alpha on stream and i got my shit fucking wrecked but i thought i'd share my impressions of it um the game looks good graphically um but from a gameplay standpoint, it was really hard for me to judge how I feel about this Call of Duty because for two reasons. A, if you're going to alpha or beta your game to the public, why would you put that sweaty ass 2v2 mode in there? Um, plus, that doesn't even really test the servers. Four people on the map. Ooh. Like, you should have put TDM in the fucking beta so people can actually play a mode that people actually want to play. I mean, some people want to play a 2v2. But that shit was mostly, it was, motherfuckers were sweating hard as fuck. And with that 2v2 mode, um, the first mode, like, they picked the guns for you at the beginning of every round. And I had no experience with any of the guns, so I didn't know any of the recoil patterns. And I've never really played shooters on PS4. I mostly play my shooters on PC. And then when I do play them, if I have to play with a controller, I usually play it on Xbox with an Xbox controller. So I suck with a fucking PS4 controller, which is a me thing. I understand that. But still it was just really hard maybe it's just me it was just really fucking hard to fucking aim and control my gun with a damn ps4 controller and i tried switching the sensitivities and shit i'm like dog i need a mouse and keyboard it's weird because like it feels like they're going for a slightly more realistic feel um the guns had the, the guns had way more kick to them compared to previous call of duty so it feels like there is going to be a skills gap but because the guns had more kick with them and i was using a controller i was like mm, i'd rather use a mouse and keyboard and people were telling me that i could plug my mouse and keyboard in to my ps4 because it worked with the alpha but i was streaming i did not want to go into the back of my pc and unplug my mouse and keyboard and then move it to my ps4 in hopes that i i didn't care that much bro i just uninstalled that shit um but 
I like what they're going with it. Uh, and the game looks nice. The guns seem cool. It was just hard to judge for me because I'm not good with a PS4 controller on shooters. That shit is weird, dog. And I just felt like that was a weird mode to beta test. Why not beta test fucking um, TDM or the new 20v20 mode? That would have really stressed out your servers when there's 40 people on the fucking map and explosions and vehicles are everywhere. Um, so my opinion, I, I'm really not going to say a lot about it. It was all right. I'm kind of indifferent because I... <laughs> I know I I will never play that 2v2 mode. I will never play that shit. So it was like, and I felt like it wasn't fair for me to say, oh, I'm not going to buy this game because I didn't like the 2v2 mode. Because to be honest, I'm never going to play that shit. I'd rather them do with the beta, have some other modes in there that people actually play. Domination, TDM, Capture the Flag, some shit like that. So I can get a better feel for it. Um, and bring that shit to PC because I do not want to play with a PS4 controller. That or I'll try it on Xbox or something like that. Um, but it was, it was all right. Well, I don't know. Let's see about that. Oh my god, I'm like an hour into this shit, dog, and I'm looking at my notes. Damn, I still got a lot to talk about. <sighs> Strap in, y'all, bro. I'm not gonna lie, I'm stop. I'm tired of talking, but we gonna tough it through this shit. We gonna tough it through this shit. All right, moving on to the anime TV section of the podcast. I started watching Fire Force. First impressions. I like it. I like. <laughs> I don't really watch a lot of TV for those of you unaware, just because I feel really fucking bad when I watch TV. Um, it just it rots your brain, man. Just laying in the bed all day, freaking um, doing nothing. I mean, that that's good every once in a while to get yourself right. And you know, you having you had a long weekend shit. And you just you know, on your Saturday, you just you want to lay in the bed on shit. And that's every good every once in a while, but like I can't do that shit. So I don't really be keeping up with TV and fucking anime like that. But I finally sat down and I watched the, I watched three episodes of Fire Force, and I have to say, not bad, not bad. First impressions of the show, animation is through the roof, boy. That shit had the roof on fire, pun intended, dog. Like the animation is fucking amazing in Fire Force. And because I'm only three episodes in, it's kind of hard for me to, to comment on the story. But from what I've seen in the story, I like it so far. The main character is interesting. That little nervous laugh that he has in them damn gremlin tea. Uh, it's kind of weird, but it's cool at the same time. I don't know how I feel about the blonde hair, dude. I forgot his name, but he has a fucking lightsaber that he pulls out his penis or something. Um, and he slashes people up. I don't know how I feel about him, but I do like the idea that there's generations of fire uh pyrotechnics or whatever they fuck it they had like the, the first the second and the third generations and the main character the third generation so he's supposed to be super powerful because he can actually summon fire versus the second generations they can only like um manipulate fire um which is a cool power in itself um i will say oh what's up with the with the boss in the show uh i forgot his name but the guy he's like the captain of the fire force he doesn't actually have any powers he just has an axe and a fucking fire jacket what's up with that bro uh the <laughs> I'm like, why is this why is this nigga here just to be angry and shit? I don't know about that. Um, but the actual premise of the show is cool. So like like fire demons possess people, and basically what the fire force does is they go in and they fucking fight the fire demon and they free the human of that demon and say a prayer and they say hallelujah, Jesus, and all that shit. And the demon's like, you know, alright, I guess I chill or whatever, you know. And then they're like, but boys, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know if that was a good explanation, but that's basically what happens. And it's your typical shonen, man. Fucking niggas pull up and pow with the fire force. You know what I'm saying? Niggas pull up, get kisses from the girls and shit. You know what I'm saying? There's friendship. It's an amazing fucking. Oh, the fucking intro for the show was hot, bro. That shit is fire, too, dog. 
I gotta stop making all these fire puns, bro. But this shit is just fire, man. This is fire. Um, so if you're looking for a good show to watch, I really don't have much to say about it because I've only watched the first three episodes. Definitely check out Fire Force. I know a lot of people have been telling me to check out Dr. Stone. Um, I get around to watching it eventually. I've heard mixed things about that. That's why I've kind of been like, eh, about it. Um, still waiting for My Hero Season 4. Um, but that's that's all I've been watching on the anime tip. On the television side of shit. Oh my fucking god, dog. Listen. <sighs> I'm really trying hard to save and protect my money, but Disney wants it all. This goddamn it, Disney wants it all, y'all. Fucking Disney fucking they did their D23, which is that's a weird fucking name for a convention. What do you mean? d23 because when i hear when i hear the letter d i think a dick like like when a said give me the d i was like whoa okay like <laughs> but when i hear the word d i think of the word dick and then when i think of 23 i think of the greatest basketball player of all time michael jordan not lebron <laughs> michael jordan so like is d is d23 actually a sexual window like Give me the best dick. Is that with Disney? Well, Disney's trying to tell the kids, uh, like, what the fuck kind of weird shit is that? I don't know. Just, just some food for thought. Just some food for thought. I don't know. Maybe Walt Disney was gay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That nigga's like frozen or something, right? Uh, would you like to bet that's not bad? Um, the point being is, uh, Disney Plus. I'm really trying to protect my money, but they keep trying to entice a motherfucker to buy that shit. So during the D23 convention, it was revealed that Disney is having more original programs. The Mandalorian alone almost got me, man. It almost fucking got me. And then they announced fucking Falcon and No Winter Soldier, and then they announced Captain Marvel. She's getting the TV show. And then they announced Moon Knight. I was like, oh my god. Moon, Moon. There goes that damn squeak. I don't know if y'all heard that like damn Wings of Redemption squeak. Fucking, they announced Moon Knight, bro. And if you don't know anything about Moon Knight, all you need to understand is basically he's a fucking clinically insane Batman. So I'm like, oh my god. I am a little worried. I am a little bit worried about it because the thing is, like I said, Moon Knight is like clinically fucking crazy. So my thing is like, is it gonna be a PG-13 or is it gonna be an R-rated show? Because I want it to be R-rated like Daredevil. Like I want motherfuckers to pull up and pop up and And I want to fuck choke. Like wait, I want I want Moon Knight to choke a bitch, bro. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to choke a bitch in the moon and shit, cause you know get stronger and shit, Egyptian gods and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I, and then, yo, that nigga Moon Knight is lit because he pull up in all white. This nigga, this nigga run through the night flying rooftop and shit on, in all white feeling holy and choking bitches out, bro. So that shit gonna be lit. And then, oh my fucking God, bro. Listen, listen. Then they announced She-Hulk. Oh my God, I'm out. I, I would walk away from this mic if I could. Oh my God, they announced She-Hulk. Oh my God. Single female lawyer. Working hard in the city. I'm I'm looking forward to She-Hulk the most out of all of them because she's first of all she's hot, hot, big, tall, green women. First of all, you know I love tall women because when it's hot outside, I need someone to stand next to me and shade me. But besides that, uh, <laughs> oh, she's fucking, she's big, she's tall, she's green, she's muscular, she's hot, and she's a fucking lawyer. Um, I think it. I think that show has good potential to be a very comedic show. I think it really does. Um, my only thing I'm curious about all these Disney shows that they announcing is what's the budget for them? 
um the mandalorian trailer that they showed that looked like a fucking movie but that's star wars so i'm not surprised they're throwing a lot of money in it they're really trying to get people to subscribe what about she hulk and moon knight what's the budget gonna be like on that because i wouldn't moon knight he's more hand-to-hand -hand, street level type shit so they don't really need a lot of special effects but with she hulk she's literally a female hulk they're gonna need special effects it's like at bare minimum for when she transforms when she's destroying shit um like what's the cg version of her gonna look like when she's walking around because if it looks tacky motherfuckers is not trying to watch that shit so what's the what's the i'm a little concerned about what's the budget gonna be like i know i know disney prints money but even disney has limits but <laughs> that mandalorian trailer looked fucking lit did y'all see that shit dog fucking it looked like a movie I was like, yo, when I saw the Mandalorian trailer, I was like, yo, Disney is trying to get Netflix the fuck up out of here, bro. And to be honest, I feel conflicted. I don't know how to feel about this because competition is good. But at the same time, like Disney, you see, Disney is raising the bar. But the thing is, can Netflix meet that bar? Because Netflix got money, but come on, they don't got that wall. They don't got that wall. They need money. You know what I'm mean? Like, it's just big bank take a little bank and i'm i'm scared for netflix because netflix is losing all their marvel shows they got stranger things but a lot of their other shows ain't really hitting like that from what i've seen on a, a video on youtube netflix solutions they're trying to get the anime crowd they're investing a lot in f and uh, anime um the new dave Chappelle's uh sticks and stones uh special came out uh which was fucking phenomenal by the way like i put i put that on my notes if you need something to watch check out the dave Chappelle sticks and stones his his commentary on the current social and economics going on in america is just great it doesn't hold back it's very unapologetic and just raw the way i like my comedy bro stop going to comedy shows to get fucking offended if you do if you a pussy stop going to the comedy shows bro this man went there bro he went there and like the jokes were fucking clever dog like when he was talking about i don't want to spoil it i don't want to spoil it just a recommendation i put that on my notes i really don't have much to say check out dave Chappelle's sticks and stones on netflix but dave Chappelle can only put out so many specials at most what one or two a year like there's because the thing about comedy is you can only make so much you got to live life you can only make so much content out of that stuff um to provide any type of clever commentary um so it's like i don't know man how is netflix gonna compete amazon will be all right um Man in the High Castle is amazing on Amazon, but Amazon will be all right because Amazon is Amazon. They're, they're swallowing up all the fucking retail stores because everybody shops on Amazon. Everybody buys things on Amazon, so they'll be all right. But as far as Netflix, it's it's crazy to see. I remember how like everybody was making fun of Blockbuster because Blockbuster, for those of you unaware, when Netflix first came out, Netflix approached Blockbuster CEO and gave him the opportunity to purchase them and basically implement it into netflix uh, netflix into blockbuster but blockbuster basically laughed them out of the building um so then netflix became determined and then they became a power player over the last 10 15 years um and it felt like for a while like netflix was like here to stay uh but i feel like they're in danger now it's crazy like it felt like they were a leader of a new generation and they might get taken out by old money and that'd be a shame to see 
old money always finds a fucking way to win and that's annoying i don't know where am i going with this the point i'm trying to make is i'm probably gonna i might end up actually paying i might not trap out the bandwidth i might actually pay for disney plus i was thoroughly impressed with some of the things they announced in that mandalorian trailer had me sold i was like wow that's a tv show <sighs> niggas is pulling up with the laser gats like moving on to the life section of the podcast um i'm not giving any like real advice because nobody asked any interesting questions like i said y'all when i go on when i ask y'all say what what are we talking about when i ask y'all on twitter for like suggestions on topics it really fucking pisses me off and it doesn't it just annoys me people who don't listen or watch my content got the most fucking suggestions and that shit is fucking annoying and this isn't a topic this is just me fucking ranting you should talk about this i talked about that on last but you should talk about that if you don't listen to my content stop fucking suggesting me shit it's fucking annoying anyways um <laughs> it's, it's <sighs> anyways what the fuck is going on america <laughs> Yo, you niggas is going crazy over this Popeye's chicken sandwich, yo. And first of all, I know, I know whoever is, whoever you are that's listening to this fucking podcast, I know your ass is, is he going to talk about the Popeye's? Yes, I'm going to talk about the damn Popeye's chicken sandwich. I know you've been waiting for this damn part. <sighs> a part of me feels really fucking conflicted about this, man. Like, I have so many mixed feelings about it. Like, initially, I was just like, wow like a boondocks episode is really fucking coming to life right now you niggas got the fucking it reminds me it reminds me of the episode of the boondocks where um was it grandpa uh he opened that restaurant and uh everybody would come through and eat and get the itis and the whole city was going crazy and shit like that and then there was like another like bird flu some shit like that one too like reminds me of that shit uh I'm just like, wow, like you motherfuckers have really lost your mind for some fucking chicken. Niggas is fucking shucking and jiving and dancing on Twitter for this damn chicken sandwich. And part of me, part of me is like, God damn, look at these motherfuckers. But then another half part of me like, "Ah, I guess it's cool to see everybody enjoying chicken. It's no longer, it's probably still a black stereotype, but black folks is more comfortable eating chicken in public now thanks to the Popeye's chicken sandwich so I guess that's one positive thing um and just for just for just to put it out there I have not tried the chicken sandwich because I don't give a fuck I uh, it's not me trying to be a contrarian I just I, I will end up trying it eventually but it keeps selling out they literally just sold out to the day they announced and they was like yo if you want to find out where the chicken sandwiches will be back download the app niggas is downloading an app to find out when they can get another fried bird, bro. What the fuck is going on, dog? And then I also feel conflicted because I'm seeing lines out the woo bro. Fucking hold on, let me. Can I position this, Minute Maid? Yo, sponsor the podcast, Minute Maid. Uh, <laughs> freaking. Uh, I'm seeing fucking just lines out the Wuog wrapping around the fucking neighborhood. People waiting in the line to get the damn chicken sandwich. I'm like, man, I wish I would support black businesses the way that y'all fucking. I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting here watching y'all niggas shuck and jive for this chicken. I'm like, damn, what them Popeye stocks looking like? And then I seen KFC just announced that they're going to be uh, releasing the world's first uh, fast food option for vegan chicken nuggets is they're, they're partnering with the um not impossible burger but impossible burgers um competitor beyond Meat. it's like the it's basically the impossible burger but beyond Meat, they're coming out with an impossible burger chicken nugget or whatever so it's a it's a it's a meatless chicken nugget but it's supposed to taste like chicken or whatever 
I was like, all right, I'm about to see what these KFC stocks is hitting like, because if you niggas start going crazy for it, I'm trying to lace my fucking pockets, bro. But yeah, I, I guess it's cool to see black folks are finally comfortably eating chicken in public. That's cool. I just wish y'all would support black businesses the way that y'all fucking support these damn fucking these damn Popeyes or whatever. I will say the memes have been pretty fucking funny. Have you guys seen the one where the Popeyes worker is sitting on the bench outside with her head down? <laughs> and then they have like the NBA 2K uh, shot clock, not shot clock, but like um, quarter clock, like going down. It's like timeout. She called for a timeout and shit. I'm like, motherfuckers is fighting. I seen a video of some people fucking with a full band uh, just dancing and shucking and jiving in there in the damn Popeyes. I didn't know how I felt about that shit. I was like, yeah, okay, okay. Um, and once again, I haven't tried it, so maybe my maybe maybe my opinion will change once I try it. Maybe I'll be shucking and jiving for the chicken once I try it. Um, it does look good. I'll say that much. I don't want anybody thinking I'm hating or trying to be like. It does look good with like the mashed potatoes and shit on it. It's just like, man, I wish you niggas got this excited for education, bro. Like I said a million times in the fucking podcast, like it's so when I grew up. We used to have to go to the library if we wanted to learn something. And if you if your city didn't have a library, your school did. So you had to go to school or you had to go to the city library. And we had to go and read books and shit. Like nowadays, y'all got y'all phone in y'all pocket with unlimited information. And it literally takes 10 seconds to Google whatever you want. And niggas is still DMing me, asking me, how do you record gameplay? How do I record my PS4? Your PS4 literally has a recorder built into it. But if you want more options, who the fuck doesn't know what an Elgato is? If you don't know what an Elgato is in 2020, nigga, give up. I, I don't know, man. I don't even know where the fuck that just came from. I'm just sick and tired of this shit, man. I'm just sick and tired of this shit. But yeah, I'm on my Uber Eats app right now. I'm probably about to order a chicken sandwich. So I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> let me stop let me stop i don't know it's just interesting to see i just wish y'all would get this excited about fucking voting <laughs> i wish there were lines out the wall for you niggas to vote look at this <laughs> fucking oh my god niggas showing up in chicken shoots and clucking and shit fucking i seen i seen a video this lady showed up to the popeyes with a live chicken apparently their popeyes sold out of chicken sandwiches so she thought it was a good idea to show up with a live chicken she was trying to give it to the staff and then she was telling them to cook the chicken and turn it into the chicken sandwich. Now, I don't know if she was trying to be funny or I don't know if she was actually like that she was being serious. It's hard to tell because it was clear. It clearly took down south. It clearly took place down south. And it's, it's hard to tell when niggas down south. You know, they stupid. But anyways, um, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is just like, wow, wow. And when stuff like this happens, it always conveniently happens um like right now like the fucking amazon rainforest is on fire bro and from what i read the amazon rainforest makes up 20 percent of the earth's oxygen and it's not being covered by the media nobody in america seems to care um we're just all clucking for the damn chicken i guess it's times like this where it's like i could see why people hate america <laughs> It's honestly fucking embarrassing. It's honestly fucking embarrassing. But like I said, I'm probably gonna try the chicken sandwich eventually too. So whatever. Um, and that's all I got on my fucking podcast notes. Um, I'm like an hour and some change in. I'm tired of fucking talking. My throat is getting sore. Um, so I'm about to go drink some water, some more of this lemonade, just chill out or whatever. I appreciate everybody coming through to listen. 
Um, if you're new to the podcast, please, or whether or not you're new or not, if you haven't already, please considering rating my podcast five stars. If you want to help this podcast grow, the best way to is to rate it five stars on Apple Podcast. Um, also, uh, make sure to follow my new IG page that I was talking at the beginning of the podcast about. It's at Hygienic Hokage on Instagram. Uh, men's hygiene. Um, let's go over there, have a healthy conversation. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore I Keep It Real. Twitch, the Black Hokage, blah, 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 blah. I'm tired of talking. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. And I will see you guys on the next episode of Okage Thoughts. Thoughts.